following program is rated M for mystery, malfeasance, and mobsters, and may contain trace amounts of murder. True stories of history's forgotten detectives from across the 20th century. This is Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater! Los Angeles night, so perfect, so warm, quiet, and inviting, you just know something's gonna mess it up. A coastal breeze brushes aside bedroom curtains and washes over the sleeping form of Jennifer Cole. She seems peaceful, but beneath that angelic surface simmer terrible nocturnal visions about to boil over. Scott! I'm here, Jen. What's wrong? Marie Wilson killed Patrick. Ah. Patrick. My husband! The next day, junior detective Jim Buckles savors that rare afternoon light on crime, if heavy on paperwork. Junior detective, dare I ask what distraction keeps you desk-bound this fine day? Shining off on assignment charts from HR chief. Substitutions in case of illness and the like. Which is all well and good, Buckles, my sweet. But it fails to account for a rather large and crime-addled city outside the bounds of the Human Resources Department. You got a case for me, Chief? I need for you to follow up at the home of one Jennifer Cole. She is of the claim that her husband Patrick was killed until death under suspicious circumstances. Suspiciously killed until death. As in murder? Contain yourself. She don't have no husband and never done. We had a real detective check the records. Here's the case file. Conclusion? Crazy lady. And so it falls to you to keep a friendly face on this precinct by giving Miss Cole a little face time. This, Buckles, this is why I keep you around. Incompetent detectives for incompetent persons. Ours is, occasional-wise, an elegant universe. After skimming the case file because it was like two double-sided pages, Jim Buckles sets out for the home of one Jennifer Cole, hoping to establish whether she is indeed a grieving widow or a scheming fibbo. Yeah, Julia, let's make sure that doesn't end up in... Oh, hi, officer. I'm Scott, Scott Spiegel. I've been sort of tending to Jen since the, um, sanity concerns. Would it be alright if I spoke to Miss Cole? Uh, yeah, okay. There's just, uh, rules. Uh, stay back, because sometimes she doesn't... Her code for I'm done talking is banana pepper, so if you hear it, run. Don't walk. What if she just says banana? You're fine. Pepper? Gray area. And I can't stress this enough. When you get up there, don't call her Miss Cole. And so, surrounded by the weirdness that has become his want and custom, Detective Buckles is led to Jennifer Cole's sanctuary slash bedroom. Jen? There's a police officer here to talk to you. One minute. So, what line of work you in, Scott? I'm a geologist. You enjoy it? Oh, it rocks. Damn it, this place is a sty. Come in anyway. Jen, you should really let me clean a bit. No, Scott, because if someone is literally cleaning my messes for me, then I am either rich or crazy, and do I in my filthy room look rich to you? There's really no appropriate answer to that question. I'd offer you a filthy chair, officer, but you'll only be here long enough to write, Jennifer Cole is crazy on a notepad, so what's the point? Well, Matt... Of anything. I just... Of a life. That's not rhetorical, I'm asking you. And I'll wait. 
geology, huh? Tough gig, Scott? Hey, you gotta have the stones for it. Ow! Hold on, I need my, uh, dictation machine. Hello, Clarice. Note, physical pain temporarily dulls other types. They're entwined, they're... Married. Dictation ends. Here's a rhetorical question, detective. Have you ever yearned so terribly for something that you see the world through a fogged pinhole and have tried to claw your heart out to stop the pain, and the thing you yearn for you can't even explain? You have not. I'm the only one who has, and I can show you the scars, but they pale to the ones I can't. Marie Wilson murdered my husband, but I'm crazy, so write down Jennifer Cole is crazy and go revel in the joy of existing without asterisk. Who's Clarice? Anthropomorphizing your lab equipment is an occupational hazard, especially dictation machines. Listen, ma'am, you don't make assumptions about my being here, and I won't make assumptions about your degree of sanity. Tell me about Marie Wilson. Oh, they were both, uh... It's okay, Scott. The detective is trying to placate me, and I'll take what I can get. We worked together at the Tuna Canyon Park Particle Accelerator. We were both the best, which meant neither of us was the best, which meant we hated each other and something had to snap. June 4th. All of a sudden, something is missing. Something is wrong with the world. There's a hole in it, black and bottomless. I couldn't work, so I quit. I couldn't function, so Scott, bless him, functions for me. In my nightmares, the hole fills in. And last night, it snaps into focus. Patrick. My Patrick. Patrick Cole. She killed him and made us forget. You know what the records say. Not the royal us. Everyone forgot. Were we at our honeymoon? How he took his coffee? I still don't remember. Now I'm going back to sleep because it's that or start crying. Sleep is where I see him. Good night, or morning. I'm finding the difference increasingly academic. Anyone talk to Marie? Marie scares me. I'd think a geologist would be a little... bolder. Yeah, I think she's asleep. Come on. What do you make of all this? I've known Jen since science school when we did science together. Believe me, I'd know if she had a husband. No one's closer to her than me. There's no Patrick shape hole next to her in my memory. Just me. Not as her husband, I mean. I just, I just mean... I don't know what I just mean... There's no husband. Anyone in her life named Patrick? Absolutely not. It's a common name. And if there were, she wouldn't be in love with them. Look, anything else you think I could do to help her, I'm all ears. But right now, I call this an opportunity. Sort of on call here 24-7, so if you'll excuse me. Excusing Scott Spiegel in exactly the manner requested, Jim Buckles leaves the Cradle of Civilization for the wilds of Tuna Canyon Park. There, he is led by a science intern through a small surface entrance into the vast underground maze of the Tuna Canyon Park Particle Accelerator, until, at the lowest level, he comes face-to-face with Marie Wilson, dread queen of science. Dr. Wilson? Um, hi. I have one Detective Buckles here to speak with you. Dr. Wilson? I'm sorry, she wears headphones while she works. Dr. Wilson! Hmm? Ah, junior detective by your stripes, a series of irksome questions by your timing. Hello, pet. Dictation machine. Note, restrict security access. Note ends. I've no gloves, so I won't shake your hand. I left my statement. What on earth is left? You may leave, science intern. Well, good afternoon to you, Miss Wilson. It's a lovely particle accelerator you have here. Don't state the obvious. Also, Dr. Wilson. Also, don't let my offer of a glass of water suggest anything beyond the absolute necessities of etiquette. Filtered or sparkling? Oh, tap is fine. We disagree. Uh, listening to the radio while you work? I catch up on previously recorded diary entries. You're listening 
to yourself tell you what you already did? Yes. May I hear one? May I hear a warrant? Now, there's no need for that, ma'am. If you've nothing to hide... But, of course, invasions of privacy should be welcomed by the innocent. My congratulations, junior detective. You could not possibly have picked a worse time to waste mine. Why's that? Crises. Plural. I've yet to find a sane replacement for my senior staff member. We've had hardware malfunctions due to unstable infrastructure. Thank you, Sal's discount science construction. Most recently, there have been wholly preventable accidents due to staff incompetence. The time is one o'clock. Your ten minutes lunch is over. Return to science or dismiss yourselves. The PA system seems to be the only thing working flawlessly. Was that your voice? I needed some intelligent conversation. It's state-of-the-art, you know. I've toyed with using it to implant subliminal messages in the staff to not be incompetent, but I think it's part of their inherent nature. And could you tell me where you were on June 4th? A Wednesday. I don't even need to rewind and check. I was here, working late. Jennifer can corroborate, assuming she's not too psychotic to do so. That's a bit of a callous attitude towards a former colleague. Oh, should I enable her delusions and mourn the non-existent dead? Depends. On what? Whether you killed them. I remember the very day I realized people could not be relied upon to be anything but infuriatingly stupid. I was eight years old, and my science fair project didn't win. I went on to use it as the basis for the Tuna Canyon Park Particle Accelerator. What sort of science do you get up to here? The most fundamental mysteries of the universe. So when do I get my flying car? Our research suggests a quantum reality in defiance of every established law of physics. A web of infinite parallel worlds and 11-dimensional space. Reality and physical law brought into being by the vibrations of inconceivable strings, like music of the spheres. But I'll call you when the flying cars come in. Or if anything else occurs to you about the situation with Jennifer. Crazy or not, she's in a lot of pain. It's not uncommon for those in our field to burn out. Most do it with a shred of dignity. Science intern? Yeah? Science intern, please escort the junior detective out and don't let him back in without a warrant. Look, miss! What are you still doing here? I've just remembered Jennifer killed my husband. Husbands. Hundreds of them. Go investigate. It's no good, sir. She's got the headphones back on. If you'll follow me. She must be a tough boss. Worse since the PA system. She mentioned accidents. That was awful. First, the construction screw-ups. Sections of the piping would just drop or little chunks of wall would fall away like they used pockets of subpar materials. That was bad enough. At least no one got hurt. But about a month ago... Someone did? Two someones. Close as they could figure. Science interns in the accelerator loop and complete breach of protocol. What happened? Well, they got... accelerated. To an appreciable percentage of the speed of light and... spread over six miles of accelerator track. Where can I get more information on them? There isn't any, yet. Hundreds of science interns work here and we come and go all the time. It's tough to narrow down who's missing. Here we are. Poor Jen. I miss her. I wish she wasn't crazy. Crazy or not, her pain's real. How do you know? I know, science intern. In brash defiance of Quitten Hour, Jim Buckle sits resolutely at his desk, poring over the case file, searching, hunting, but for what? Perhaps not even he knows. Probably something to help him solve the case, though. Pretty safe bet there. Hey, Buckles, burning the midnight oil? You want some peanuts? How's that now? I said you want some peanuts. Buckles, wake up. Oh, I, I guess I guess I haven't eaten. Uh, sure, Thompson. Uh, I'll I'll take some. Is that my case file? 
Don't waste your time. The cold case went cold. What was your read on Jennifer? Don't know, never met the woman. I'll tell you this, though. She's kookier than a cuckoo clock convention at the Funny Farm. She got more ants at a picnic than a $3 jack of spades. She's nuttier than these nuts that you still haven't taken. Oh, yes, thank you. She's not faking, Thompson. She seems so lost. Like her whole life's been displaced. That's real pain she's feeling. I'm not saying it ain't sad. Broad gets too smart, she can't land a man. Has to make one up. Convinces herself. Sad story she tells. Doesn't mean it's true. Will you take the peanuts? If Marie wanted to discredit her or get her out of the lab, why this? If she did somehow make her believe... But it's so needlessly cruel, it's vindictive. Marie's a calculator. What the hell kind of person? Now you don't get any because you're not an troubling man. Don't stay up too late over this one. They don't pay us enough. And yet Detective Buckles did stay up too late over this one. Late, late into the deepening night, so hypnotized by his work that when the phone went all like ring, Detective Buckles went all like... (gasps) Buckles here. Detective! Scott? Detective, she's disappeared! Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater will be back after this. Hey, I'm Sal's Discount Science Construction. You want like a f***ing microscope? At Sal's Science is our dreams. Don't whack a mole when you can whack a molecule or some sh**. Telescope. Hardly knew her. But she builds like the Whispering Pines. Sal's means peer-reviewed results. Whether you have, like, one thing or four things. Doesn't f***ing matter to Sal. And that's me. The only guy who knocks 15% off science construction if you answer the door bare-assed. It's not just our promise. It's how I met my ex-wife. Sal's your pal, asshole. And now, back to the show. Jennifer Cole has disappeared, and Scott Spiegel is none too pleased. There, Detective, you see? She was in that bed when I checked at 10. I come back at 10.15 and poof! Window's wide open. I think she gave you the slip. We're 15 feet up. You think the hedges down there could break her fall? I couldn't calculate that, Scott, but then I'm no scientist. Hold on, what's this under a pillow? She wouldn't give me this slip. It's a dictation machine. Damn, how do you engage this sciency what's it? Final note. Hello, Scott. You've been a deer putting up with me. But I want to set you free. This world doesn't make sense to me anymore. I don't belong in it. By the time you hear this, I'll be... Well, I'm going to Tuna Canyon to kill Marie Wilson. After that? Who knows? Signed, your best bud in the whole world. Like I'm your sister, Jennifer Cole. I'll miss you too, Clarice. And dictation. Jeezy, Pete, come on, Scott. Scott? How could she do this to me? Kind of sounds like she was doing it a little for you, pal. But I I don't want to be free. Snap out of it, Spiegel. We gotta get to the particle accelerator. Fast, there's a joke in there, but there's no time. I would have said, we need to get to Tuna Canyon faster than the particles they accelerate there. Well, that sounded better in my head. Parking on the dirt road that had looked so welcoming by daylight, Jim Buckles and Scott Spiegel hike the last leg of the journey across Tuna Canyon Park as dry, arid, and foreboding as the noble fish of its namesake. Would Marie even be here this late? Guaranteed. She and Jen preferred the night shift, no one to distract them. I'd bring Jen sandwiches sometimes, most times, and Marie would stay even later than her. Why are you whispering? Because it's scary. In the depths of the lab, Marie Wilson is in a state of intellectual bliss, getting full-on baked by that drug we call science. All right, Patrick, we're going to try this once more. This is attempt 36L, and we'll call the destination U-47B. 
Hopefully a little nicer than its predecessor. Small window this time, I think. I'm warming up the reactor for particle acceleration. Fingers crossed, Patrick. Are you actually calling your dictation machine Patrick? Uh, Jennifer? How I anthropomorphize my lab equipment is none of your beeswax. I think maybe it is. I think maybe it's I'm going to kill you is. Well, aren't we a touch grammatically incoherent tonight? Secondary concern, I suppose, to the knife in your hand? Calling your dictation... That's sloppy, Marie. I'ma stab you one extra for that. You hear that unearthly va 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 The reactor is spinning up for experiment 36L. If I stop it at 33%, it will be contained. If I don't, the knife is inconsequential. You'll refrain entirely from stabbing if you want to get out of here alive. An interesting scenario you posit with one variable unaccounted for. My calculations are impeccable. Exclusive of the probability that I don't want to get out of here alive. Jen, stop! Scott? Don't worry, I'm here. Just get behind me. Scott, I have a knife and she's defenseless. How does that make sense? Scott, did you bother to think before you said that? It makes no sense. Ladies, why don't we all just take a step back here? Detective! Abnormally convenient timing. Arrest Jennifer, please. Attempted murder. My dictation machine caught it all. Your dictation machine named Patrick! It's okay, Jen. I figured it out on the way down. Marie used the PA system to subliminally implant false memories. Every night, just the two of you, her with the headphones in, she, Just uh, to confirm, could you play back the last entry from your dictation machine, Miss Wilson? She, she uh, You want to hear Jen threatening me? No, I want to hear what you said just before that. I hardly see how. Nevertheless. I'm going to try this once more. This is attempt 36L, and we'll call the destination U-47B. Hopefully a little nicer than its predecessor. Small window this time. Thank you. Scott, that was a nice theory, but I think I have a simpler one. Yes. Psychosis. Simple. Mrs. Cole, I apologize. Your husband did exist. Just not in... This universe. I would really like to shut the reactor down, and also this is ridiculous. Just a minute, Miss Wilson. These late-night experiments of yours had something to do with the infinite parallel realities you mentioned. Preposterous. Lots of false starts trying to displace from one to the other. A bubble of some other world swapping with this one like a section of piping or wall. But when you finally had it down to an art, you went ahead with your real goal. You brought yourself and Mrs. Cole into this world. Inconceivable. Of course, you had no idea how the human mind would react to such a disconnect. Trying to remap itself to the reality of this world would drive you mad. A symptom you only avoided by playing back the diary entries you'd brought with you to remind yourself of who you were. Jennifer wasn't so lucky. You found a parallel world. Our world. That was so close to your own that at first she didn't even realize anything had happened. She could have displaced mid-step and just kept walking, except for two things. That there was already a Jennifer Cole and a Marie Wilson on this side. No matter. Just splatter them over six miles of accelerator to hide any forensic evidence. Oh my god! And the one other difference. The reason you picked our world. It was a reality identical to your own in every facet save one. In this world, there is no Patrick Cole. Are you bitch? Detective. You know nothing of science. No one will believe a word of this. You can arrest me, but try telling anyone outside this room's IQ bracket, this claptrap, and see what they say. The reactor is- Detective, look! Coordinates! She's got a whole book of- Let me see that! He's right, Detective. She's got hundreds of quantum addresses logged in here. Marie, seriously, you bitch! There's one thing I still don't understand, Miss Wilson. There's gotta be 
two or three easier ways to discredit someone, drive them crazy. My God, tearing a hole in space-time to tear a woman apart from her husband when the two of them were so clearly devoted and deeply in love... Just shut up! Shut up, detective! They did not love each other. What they experienced was a statistical anomaly past acceptable parameters. I ran the numbers. I ran them every day. I accounted for every single possible variable. I explored every contingency. He should have loved me. Me! Every day they played out their farce was an insult to science. Patrick and I were meant to be together. I checked. He... He should have loved me. I see. Oh, he just figures that's what this was about. Thanks for making me the second craziest person in the room. Give me the book, Scott. Mrs. Cole, let's I'll not... I'll stab you too, detective. I'm sure we've got a gym buckles on our end, so you're expendable. Don't you touch those controls, Jeff. Oh, what's that alarm-sounding sound? The reactor's at 100%. It's going to run its paces and try to avoid overloading and blowing up the building. Run its paces? What the hell does that mean? It's a big world out there, Detective. Holy plank, Detective! Watch out for the pterodactyls! Hey, Marie got the book! Grab it! I'll cover you, Scott. Just make a... Run for the ziggurat! Why? Because there's a... Tsunami behind us! Marie, give me the book! Jennifer, you are acting foolish! Hey! Grab it! The armadillo's got it! Hurry up! And burn rubber detective! I don't know how to drive a Formula One car. Marie's almost caught it. She's trapped behind the glacier. Phew! Got it. Down, Armadillo. Here, Jen. I gotta find the coordinates back. Good thing, Marie's. Riding a giant spider! Which is riding an even bigger spider! I got it! Okay, cross your fingers for... Control station. We're back home. Marie has a weaponized cyborg exoskeleton! Almost there. Hold her off, detective. Why does Marie always get the cool stuff? Your pathetic sidearm cannot pierce my titanium eye. Got it. Is it over? This feels like home. Stop right there, Miss Wilson. Not so tough without your laser eyes. Temporary setback. I did it. Well done, Mrs. Cole. You got us back safe. No. I found him. I brought him through. Jennifer? Patrick. Oh, barf, I can't watch this. Hey! Scott, come on, we gotta catch her. But... You're a geologist, Scott, you swore an oath. She's getting away. It... It is you. Oh my god. It's you. The two lovers, estranged by the unscalable walls of reality, move blissfully toward one another. The myriad worlds they've just traversed are shrinking to this planet, this city, this room, this moment. Shrinking as each inexorable footstep closes the last gap between their entwined souls. Now they're getting their hug on and all making out like crazy. I thought I'd lost you. You and Marie, you just disappeared. No one knew anything. I was going crazy. All I've done is search for you, and I'd almost given up hope. I I thought I'd never see you again. We gotta get out of here. The reactor's under too much strain. It can't vent the excess energy. You're right. It's at eight gajillion percent. We'll never make it out of the accelerator in time. Not unless someone's here to stabilize it for a few extra minutes. Are you fucking kidding me? Jen, 
You have to go now. Don't do this to me, not like this. I I need more time, I need to remember you. Where did we have our honeymoon? Zurich. How do you take your coffee? Coffee's gross. Look at me. I'm here. I'm real. Now do you trust me? I do. Then trust me on this. We had time. And it was everything. Now run. Emotionally and physically distant from the tragic scene, Jim Buckles and Scott Spiegel race to catch up with Marie Wilson. Come on, keep up, Scott. Is that another dead end? We geologists were not built for this. Detective, Scott, we have to go. Where did she go, Mrs. Cole? There's no time. This whole place is going to blow. We have to catch her, damn it. Either you follow me right now or you're dead. Back in the control room, a strange calm has descended, like the eye of a pan-dimensional storm. No, not like that. Exactly that. Patrick? Hello, Marie. I suppose there's not much for it but to wait. Now. I guess not. Why'd you come back? Well, no one should die alone. What did I miss, Patrick? What do you mean? I checked everything. Our favorite color is orange. You have a passion for theoretical physics, and I have a doctorate in it. I hate blueberries, and you're allergic to them. You have a convenient predisposition for short hair and hazel eyes and adorable button noses like mine. Since we're both about to die, I deserve to know what I missed. What was left? What was left is that I don't love you. Why? Because I don't love you, Marie. A safe and respectful distance away, Jim Buckles, Jennifer Cole, and Scott Spiegel watch as the reactor implodes into a charred crater of mangled metal and broken hearts. Yes, that's that. Let's head back to the car. Give me a head start, would you? I finally feel like I want to be alone. Oh, she's going to need me more than ever now. Scott, I, I don't mean to overstep here, but... She's got a closure. Maybe the best thing is to give her some space. Oh, no, 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 no. She she needs me. I need to be there for her. I, I need to make sure that... Scott, uh, pal, I just don't think she's going to feel the same way. I, uh, okay. Well, then again, we just saw a world where Marie has a weaponized cyborg exoskeleton. So? So, maybe somewhere out there she does feel the same way. Yeah, maybe that's going to have to be enough. Anything's possible, right? Boy, she did a number on you, huh? Wow, that's a downer. Um, hey, (laughs) why can't you trust an atom? They make up everything. Um, why couldn't the Mobius strip enroll in school? They required an orientation. (laughs) I don't know about you guys. I sure feel better. The Patrick Paradox was written by Joseph Beebe. Jim Buckles and Patrick were played by Leet Stetson. That's me. The Chief and Scott were played by Joseph Beebe. Jennifer and Science Intern were played by Grace Smith. Thompson and Sal were played by Robert Murphy. Marie was played by Polly Fakayev. With special guest star Leet Stetson as your narrator. Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater is produced by Joseph Beebe and Theater Doubletake. Duotang Chesterfield wants to know, what is your opinion on the mathematical probability of love?
Tell us by investigating us on the web at duotangmysteries.com. So when do I get my flying car? Next time, a London newspaper profile makes C.A. Charles an instant sleuthing celebrity. Oz here. Yes? And? A murder in Surrey. No, I've already done one of those. Until one case gives him pause for thought. The London Dognapper, on the next episode of Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theatre.